it in, Richard? Yeah, what were you doing? You were doing, <laughs> I was doing the high bits. <laughs> you were doing wall of sound. That was the style council, of course. Angry. Mm. Paul Weller out the front. The wall tumbling down. Out the back. The other bloke in a blazer playing a piano. <laughs> he was the very essence of political anger, that bloke. Right. What's his name? I'm not sure. I'm not Mick Solbus. I what think you'll find there's our pathetic trivia fact of the day. Get this, by the way, myself, Tony Martin. No, should I say secondary school teacher Tony Martin? Mm-hmm. That is absolutely false. We've got aged carer Ed Cavalli. That is absolutely false as well. And also benefiting from the budget itinerant sex worker Richard Marklin. Equally absolutely false. <laughs> I'm not sure if there was anything in the budget for itinerant sex workers. I just wanted to say that. How did they go, Rich? Itinerant sex workers, how did they go this year? Better than usual, actually. Better than usual. With this new budget? Yeah. yeah but because they're in marginal seats, mostly. They are. Oh, Richard's got a conspiracy theory, don't you, Richard? Yeah, marginal seats. Now, I'm sure you were sitting at home with all your young friends there just YouTubing the budget oh, man. over and over again. See, what I did after work is I went home and I watched every budget that Costello had done from when he started. So when he, so for me, it was yeah. like one long continuous budget until he started last night. And had someone cut it to Rage Against the Machine music? No, no. And then put in a few cats living in the scene? YouTubers, if you're out there, I'm trying to watch the 1986 World Cup final. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want Labouche's Be My Lover put underneath it. Just leave it as it was. <laughs> hey, we're going to talk about this today because you have had a lot of success with this company. Yeah, it's squid. Oh, 708 viewers can't be wrong. Everyone's jumping on the bandwagon. Yep. We're going to talk about that. But the budget, I mean, it's a tedious old view. It is, isn't it? But is it a big night in Canberra? Like, I'd imagine it's a lot of work for to prepare and to nut out. So right. I had a friend that would go each year. Right. He went to the he went down to Canberra for the budget, and he said it was one of the best parties of the year. Yeah, I'm sure it is. <laughs> yeah, he said it was. Costello is very happy with himself. He seems as if he's done a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he has. It seems. <laughs> <laughs> as many as two or three hours. Yeah, it's just dead living for about seven minutes. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of people don't watch it because it's dull and, and it can send you to sleep. But I find, if you listen to it closely, mm-hmm. there's all kinds of other stuff going on in the background. Really? really? Have a, now, this is a very poor recording. Have a listen to this. <laughs> I received a message from His Excellency the Governor-General recommending, in accordance with Section 56 of the Constitution, an appropriation for the purposes of Appropriation Bill No. 1, 2007-2008. I call the Treasurer. The first reading, a bill for an act to appropriate money out of the Consolidated Revenue Fund for the ordinary annual services of the government and for related purposes. The Honourable the Treasurer. Mr Speaker, I move that the bill now be read the second time. First reading, a bill for an act to appropriate money out of the... Sorry. Mr Speaker, Australia is different to the way it was ten years ago. We have another two million Australians who have found jobs since then. And average wages have increased 20% in real terms. In the decade before 1996, inflation averaged 5% a year. Tonight I announce for the fifth year in a row cuts to income tax. From 1 July this year, the 30% tax rate will only apply to income over $30,000. This means that low-income earners eligible for the offset will not pay tax until their annual income exceeds $11,000. Senior Australians who are eligible for the Senior Australians tax offset will now pay no tax on annual income up to $25,867 for singles and $43,360 for couples. Mr Speaker, one of the great challenges we have is to maintain the beautiful, diverse and precious natural environment which we have in Australia. One of the serious long-term threats is global warming. Mr Speaker, forests play a key role in reducing greenhouse gases. So 
So nine I announced the cost of establishing qualifying farm and sink forests will be tax deductible. The immediate deductibility for five years commencing on 1 July and concessional depreciation arrangements after that. Mr Speaker, water is one of Australia's most precious resources. The government has a $10 billion national plan for water security intended to place rural water use on a sustainable footing, increasing efficiency in irrigation and addressing over-allocation of water. Tonight I announced funding over six years to support the installation of water tanks and other water-saving devices by schools and community organisations. We must capture as much of this precious resource as possible. We must use it carefully and we must use it wisely. I just think, you know, pride music is the way to sell a budget. <laughs> All right, that's enough. I don't want to hear any more about that budget. No, I don't want to hear the words, I can still see it ever again. We've heard it before. Wolf Mother, it's get this around the nation on Triple M. Brought to you by Nissan Navarro with more pulling power. It's the blokiest truck out there. Oh, no, it's not, says Labor. Bongiorno. Bongiorno? John Bongiorno. Talking for the that happening. During the song... Uh, somebody, a very nice man, called in and said that he enjoyed the sketch. Yeah. And, uh, Cecilia came in and told us, to which Tony replied, Did he say anything about the music levels? I think they were a bit low. <laughs> People are calling in. They're still calling. Oh, you sketch. They're not too low, Matt. Matt will be offended now down the bottom. Oh, you levels nuts out there. It's hard getting the levels right because it's in mono, you think. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. For the, the tech heads out there. Okay. All right, let's move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, I know we weren't going to mention the budget again. Yeah. There's a great moment if you've got it on tape. If you're doing a comedy show on the telly and you're looking for some budget gear, yeah. I think it's about halfway through. That guy, McGorran, yes. sitting behind Costello, starts to yawn, <laughs> realises he's on telly and tries to make it look like, oh, just swallowing something. Oh, really? I'm not actually yawning. The air is making me full. A bug has flown into my mouth. <laughs> but you can actually see him literally shitting himself That's on good. on tape. Uh, now, I don't have anything written down for this break. What does that mean? Uh, luckily, that means it's time for a new segment called TV Week or Cavalier. <laughs> uh, oh, great. You've got the letters page out. i got the letters page out here. All right, and what so. we've got... So, now, uh, off air, Rich said, what do you need for this? Yeah. And I said, I don't know. So, Rich, we need some kind of theme music for this <laughs> to start with. Yeah. So you, get, you get that ready while I explain how it works. <laughs> okay, good luck. So, the way it works is mm-hmm. that, uh, oh, and then we'll need like a yes, you got it right, and a no, you got it wrong. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 pretty that's standard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for a theme song. <laughs> Of the Amazing Race, as I hope it's as good as the Family Edition, which is also one of the best. Uh, I believe that that is actually in TV Week. Yeah, correct. You are. It sounds like someone would have made it up, <laughs> a publicist, but no, it's really in there. All right, well done, Rich. Okay, Mr. Martin. Yeah. While in Australia, I found myself watching community TV and was very taken with a young academic known only as the Prof. <laughs> when will he get his own show and swimsuit calendar, M. McConaughey? They don't. <laughs> They do not have publicists at Community TV, so I'm suggesting that's pure cavalry. That's me. Uh, fair enough. Uh, Ricardo Marzinho. Yeah. Bring back Springer. I wish Tim would bring back the Jerry Springer show. Uh, with all the trash that's on TV these days, what's one more tacky show? They still do shows like Big Brother and Pussycat Dolls and other low-row reality shows. Mm. Why can't they make room for Jerry? Yeah. Uh, I know that uh, is actually in TV Week because I wrote that letter into them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that I'm <laughs> Christine. Oh, but hang on, reality shows are being bagged. Mm. in that letter. So, would they run something? Yeah. Ah, it's true, controversial. Yeah. Interesting. Well, well Rich, you go, Rich. I reckon it is in there. I reckon. You're absolutely right. Oh, yeah. Controversial. <laughs> Tony. Yes? Get stuffed ABC programming. Who does the cast of On the Buses have to screw <laughs> to get on in prime time? I bail up people about this in car parks all the time, and they always agree. 
Well, it sounds like something I would have written, but it wouldn't have been on the bottom. I would have mentioned space. Or I'm Ellen Partridge, or Phoenix Knight, or Brass Eye, or all of the thousands of great British comedy shows they don't play because they don't have catchphrases like Catherine Sayes in Little Britain, and we can't put them on oven mitts and sell them in our shops. They're just brilliant, brilliant shows. We're never, ever going to scream because we hate you. That was my letter. Correct. Correct. When did the ABC become catchphrase comedy? Just put Dick Emery back on. Put him on. Yeah, I know. Are we going to where? Sorry, I think we were down in the lunchroom. Finally, finally, Richard, Mm -hmm. thank you, Channel 10. Your amazing docudrama, Bondi Rescue, with the perfect mix of real-life drama and hot bods. I've now taken up surfing, if only to meet the lifeguards. Oh, that's got to be real. That's in TV Week. From our Marsland. Absolutely right. It's all true. Well, that's it. That was pretty slick. Really? There was no cock-ups. No. You didn't read out your sandwich order by mistake. <laughs> Is something? Yeah. What would it be like? No, no, outro music. Rich, outro music. Come on. Let's get down there. What do you got? Let's get down Like we could play, we're you know, on the, air. the thick of it, or mm-hmm. play Time Trumper, mm-hmm. or, you mm-hmm. know, 15 Stories High, that'd be a great one to play. Rich, do you know how to fix a gun? Oh, sorry, we are back on it. I'm trying to blow my brains out. Nikki Hamilton said something good, though. Our producer, she said probably the only reason they played extras mm-hmm. is because it had that... Are you having to laugh? Ah, I my... They actually like criteria. It's got a catchphrase. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm down off my high horse for the whole rest of the show. Yeah. Kids. What about the kids today? What about the kids today? Get this on Triple M in case you're wondering that was the police. The kids today are very blase about stuff. Now, when I was a kid, anything could hurt you. Running on the line, oh, that was potential murder. Yeah, yeah. Uh, changing your face when... See, if you, hit a, if you hit a bubble in the lino at full speed, that's right. You just, you, you just, it's just straight into corner of, of bench. That's mm. guaranteed. Make a funny face, wind changes, stuff like that. Right way. Everything was terrifying. Yeah, yeah, that's what happened over here. Nowadays, kids, they're off to see the Saw movies. Nothing frightening. No big deal. Imagine if you had a whole lot of spiders growing inside your head. Mm. Well, that'd be pretty horrible, wouldn't it? It was the... Yeah, that was one of the worst television programs I ever saw. What's yeah. living inside you? Yeah. And it was an hour on Fox Teller, just animals that lived inside your body. See, you had to get them out. In my day, that'd be quite nasty to have spiders mm. going in through your ear mm. and living inside your head. But this kid in Oregon, he had that. Listen to what he says about it. It was cool to have two spiders in my ear. It was cool. <laughs> he was a envy of the playground. All his friends sucking spiders into their ear. Guys trying to get cats in there to outdo him. Kestrels. 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 Snow leopards. <laughs> what can I get inside here? <laughs> we'll we'll find out on Dogback Mountain. Hey, what's growing inside your hair? <laughs> Uh, yesterday we were talking about the worst song lyrics ever written. There was some sort of poll. I was nominating that Rihanna Umbrella song. Mm. A lot of people, uh, someone on your MySpace page, Sean Crumpet. Sean Crumpet. Want to be regular? Yeah, the crump gets on. He loves this line from Van Halen's Why Can't This Be Love. <laughs> Only time will tell if we stand the test of time. It's <laughs> <laughs> a corker. Ali sent in uh, lyrics from the Masters Lover Boy, all time yeah. classic, working for the weekend. Oh, yeah. You want a piece of my heart? you got to start from the start. Yeah. That was a good right. one. Right. Yeah, I like a bit of Lover Boy. Turn Me Loose. That was a good one. Yep. Don't know what you're talking about. That'll be coming around. Niles Barkley, crazy. Yeah. Great song. Amazing yeah. song. But yeah. there's that funny lyric where he, go, where he goes, Well, who do you, uh, who do you, uh, who do you think you're fooling? <laughs> bless your soul. <laughs> and you look at the lyrics and there's, ha, 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 bless your soul. And it's Andy. Just check this. He stole that from my text. People love, ha, ha, ha. I'm telling you, that's how that guy used to laugh. He'd be in the studio audience of a TV show and you could pick him out. <laughs> oh, the guy from my text. <laughs> 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 
Uh, okay, enough of the song lyrics. Uh, what else? Now, we mentioned Ed's film, Squid. Now, it's not Ed's film. He didn't write and direct it. That was some other blokes. But no. Ed and Josh Lawson certainly star in it. Mm. It's not a joke film. It's really on YouTube. Mm. If you're having trouble finding it, it may be because of the letter S. It is a dollar sign. It's a dollar sign. Dollar sign, yo. Oh. You know what I mean? So, it's street. It's very straight. Of course it is. It's playing in the project. They've both got spiders in their ears. Bang. In every shot. Every shot. The kids are getting into it. It's getting how many downloads there? It's had 708 views. And now other people have heard about you. Oh, I see. Here we go. Kate Fisher, now known as Katie Fisher. Good move. Has made a nine-minute film, which I think she's possibly written and directed. The Herald Sun in Melbourne today describes it as laughable for all the wrong reasons. Supermodel hot dog. That's the name of it. In it, Katie Fisher argues with a wannabe actor about which of the duo should dress up as a hot dog. Uh, the Aussie ends up donning a skin-tight red leotard and oversized bun before joining her two castmates in a song about hot dogs. Fisher, 33, has not appeared in an actual film since uh, her tiny appearance in the 2003 Steven Seagal movie, The Foreigner. Was she in that? The Foreigner, yeah. So she went dust off the wings. Yeah. Jetted over to the States. Yeah. To do some Seagal. No, and before that. Sirens. Sirens. That was before. No, there's one uh, South African horror movie. Really? Called Crocodilus, a.k.a. Blood Surf. (laughs) (laughs) It's a real film. A crocodile is killing people at the beach. And who did she play? Um, chomped up woman from no. oh, you'd be great as chomped up woman so soon I forget then over to the States good stuff and now back mm. for supermodel hot dog it's on YouTube you know I mean we haven't seen it we're right. just reading this out of the papers yeah, it might yeah. be quite good have a look see mm. but I hope it, oh no it was the real thing there was the real thing an Australian movie where she's the yeah. blind sculptress that's right <laughs> and she's just knocking everything over in a sculpting studio in yeah. case she's blind she's no way round show me Good. <laughs> All right. Mm. Like we can talk. Mm. Have a look at our credits. <laughs> okay. Me pie. So many. Rec- I love that. The guy from Me Pie is taking off someone from the real thing. Yeah. <laughs> We've got to hear more about this film. Yeah. Well, the good thing is that the new scenes they've added, the goat rooting scenes, that's one of them. Uh, that means that there's no way it could ever possibly be shown on any screen ever. Right. So the guy's shooting more scenes. Yeah. To prevent its release. Yeah. <laughs> It's a, it's a really interesting kind of uh, theory, actually. Yeah. It's like taking a, a somewhat normal film, going back and going, nah, 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 nah. I know what'll get this off the shelf forever. Yeah. Let's get the real explicit kind of man and animal action. <laughs> That'll bury this bad boy. See, we've all, you know, Kate Fisher, mm-hmm. you, I was in a film called Guru Wayne that never came, never out. came out. Never came out. Richard Marsland. I haven't been in any films that haven't been released. All my work. <laughs> sees its way through. What's that movie where you're class wag? Oh, Second Childhood. It's uh, part of the more winners series. Yeah. Yeah. Is that out on DVD? Children's programming. I don't think it is, actually. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So it's unreleased. Yeah. yeah. That's true. There you go. There you go. It was broadcast. Yeah. You have to be in an unreleased movie to work on this show. <laughs> what about Dodgy Friends? Yeah. Everyone's got some got Dodgy some. Friends. Shifty bogus. Are they being pursued by the piranha bastards? Yeah, the boss is after him. Get some tips. <laughs> All right, we're going to meet the dodgy mate next on Get This. They deserve our support. Thanks to the Nissan Navara, it's Get This around the nation. Good morning, everybody. If you're just joining us, and good morning if you're listening in Rio de Janeiro. Buena! We do. That's Spanish, not Portuguese. Yeah. Good morning. You could listen over the streaming yep. on the internet. In Rio. Yeah, I don't understand how that works. We're getting emails from people in Rio oh, saying, yeah. where's the podcast? Yeah, where's the podcast? Because we took a week off. But they didn't know that. No, how could they? So they're just going, oh, no, massive podcast hole. What am I going to do? I'm scooped up. Nothing to listen to. <laughs> Clearly is what they're implying. And these emails in front of me, well, it's back. Podcast number 80 is the Stoners. Relax right now. Yeah, okay. That bloke, uh, Steve, who keeps emailing us, wanting the IR laws uh, sketch to be on. It is on there. Operational reasons. Uh, what else you got? Heffernan or Halali, that oh, game show we played. Love that. Russell Howard, who came in one day. Russell Howard. Excellent British comedian. Uh, change for a dollar. Which films would be improved by the addition of Rodney Dangerfield? That was, that was unexpectedly successful. Really? Yeah. Good one, yeah. yeah. That worked a treat. That's on their podcast, 80. It's free. Yeah. 
Go to the Triple M website or the website or go to iTunes or whatever. Push the right buttons and it happens. Here's what isn't on there. A lot of people requesting this. Uh, Tobias from North Baldwin. Where's that Richard Marthlin song? Which he won. Hey, boys, that's Alec Baldwin calling. <laughs> the Skyhawks one. Which one? The one, Feel Like Making Love. Oh, yeah. That one. But uh, because it has a fair bit of the real song in it, <laughs> we can't put it off. Until we get an orchestra. Well, yeah. I, you know, I can pop around and do it live. If, if you could. Oh. Give you his address. But in the meantime, let's have some live music. What about the old electronic wobble board, almost Robbie Williams combination. It's an absolute winner. Eyeliner on everybody. See you in three minutes. Two, three, four. Get this on Triple M and let's go German as we climb Talkback Mountain. Thank you, Craftwork. Thank you, always, Craftwork. Dodgy mates. Mm. Everyone's got some dodgy mates. I see this over the weekend. Look at this. Another West Coast Eagle picked up a criminal record over the weekend. Burglary, the Ruckman, whatever that might be, <laughs> admitted his role as a standover man during a violent altercation at a house party in Perth's southern suburbs in 2005. Standover man, the standover man. That's good. <laughs> that's quite a character. Good kids, kids show. Yeah. Maybe just call him the standover man. Oh, that's good. Is he, you know, do they have characters? Like, see, I like the wrestling. You know, you have a character to follow. Yeah. Other sports should have care. I'd like to think that, you know, sitting around the world poker to a table, you could have just someone in a giant scorpion guy. <laughs> Things like that. The stinger. Why doesn't the AFL go in for more well, costume? Very good idea. Costume work. Villains. Like on the wrestling. Goodies and baddies. Yeah. Sort of Mr. Fuji type manager figures. We've got the spandover man. Oh, hats hanging around the edges. <laughs> All right. Very good idea. We're on dodgy ground there. We don't know what we're talking about. No. Have you got some dodgy mates, did Cavalier? Yes, I do. And it reminds me, because my friend Hayden got back from overseas yesterday, and he very kindly had some hats. And he's like, does anyone want a hat? Here you are, boys. Just, just take them. Oh, it's very kind of it reminded me. When I was in high school, I had a friend that got back from overseas. He said he'd been in America. Yeah. And he had all of these, like, you know, like expensive brand clo- clothing. And then he just sort of laid out on his bed. Right, right. And he said he invited us all around to just pick something that we wanted. So we all went around and we thought, oh, this is great. I'll have a, you know, like a wrap bar and jumper and a, you know, a new beanie, a boo-boo beanie, being the homeboy that I am. It's a bit of filler shell, bit of fills, filler, you know, shell tracksuit work. It's going to be fantastic. Pantaloons, pantaloons all around, an M&M bandana. Uh, and we took it all. And, and as we were leaving, he's like, no, you, 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 know, I have to, you have to pay for it. You, you can pay cost, but you have to pay for it. And we said, that's fine. Until a few weeks later, most of, all of the clothes started falling apart. And we said, man, what, what's going on? And he said, oh, look, they are, they're counterfeits that my uncle sells at a market in Sydney. Yeah. And I didn't think he'd mind. Ring the mock bell. There's a lot of that about. My wife bought one of those uh, fake Prada uh, handbags that cost about $1.50 in New York. Got a snake in it? No, but it's got, they, they show it to you on the display. And then when you say you want it, they reach down and they have the fake Prada logo under the table, blue tacked underneath, so that the cops don't see it. And then when you buy it, they snap it on. It's just really? It's just generic until you buy it. Really? And then if they see the cops coming, the whole shop just folds up into their coat they just, and they run up the street. I know that effort. I've seen a man swallow a bag shop <laughs> when he saw the cops coming. Incredible. I had a dodgy mate uh, in Auckland, New Zealand. Mm. Who, and now this is the early 80s, so this is the pre- uh, electronic tag, uh, yes. free video surveillance. Oh, yeah. So he would go into a shop, and quite a skinny guy, and he'd come out looking like the Michelin man with about five coats on. <laughs> he'd take them into the change room, put one over the top of the other, over the top of the other, and just sort of lurch, <laughs> Laurie Oaks-like, from the shop. And then a year later, I saw him, and he was wearing a shirt, and it was this weird purple colour, and he, they'd introduced the dye bomb. Yep. The dye bomb had gone off, so he thought, I'll just make the rest of the shirt that colour. Then you won't notice. It's still a good shirt. Is that? Hey, that's an idea for a range of clothing. Clothing that looks like a dye bomb is exploding. Great idea. See everyone wearing them. That's a very good idea. Yeah, I'm going to write these ideas down. Resting characters on the AFL ground. Yeah, that's right. a good idea. 
Floating bag. Clothing? Clothing. Tie-dye bombing. Snakes in bags. Too many good ideas. I like it very much. Dodgy mate, just a marvel. Um, I've got a couple of dodgy friends who live overseas, and whenever they come to Australia to visit everyone as a bit of a holiday, they want to write it off on work expenses. So I've got to write some sort of, you know, very florid note about how how closely we worked and we had a think tank and a brainstorm. It was one of the finest and most productive 13 hours of Xbox I've ever played. For tax purposes, that's dodgy. Ring them up. Have you got some dodgy mates, people? What have they done? What mm. was their scam? Will mm. we be seeing it on four corners? Oh, let's hope so. Do you know Brian Burke? <laughs> oh, hey. are you going to tell me? Oh, there's a pro! <laughs> Some dodgy mates because, well, it's the Spander Man. Spander Man. We've got uh, Carl Williams just filling with the wrong crowd. Oh, poor Carl, let us stray. Who else has got some dodgy mates? Hi, Andrew. How are we? Excellent, sir. Your dodgy mate. Mate, uh, I was living in Parthia in New Zealand yeah. uh, for a while. Yeah. Um, and a mate of mine got a jet hopper radio controlled car for his yeah. birthday. So, those are some good cars, yeah, aren't they? No, they were great. But, um, because he's the only one who had one, he decided if he went in with the empty box, he could get a new one. And he did that about 15 times until we all got one. Oh. So how does that work? He just goes in and says, when I got it home, there's nothing in there. No, no, he'd just walk into the store with the empty box under his arm, type oh. it up the shelf, swap them over, walk up the full one. Wow. Wow. See, nowadays with video surveillance, you couldn't do that. No. Oh, no, they'd pick him off. Yeah. I, tried to, I tried to go into the Audi dealership with a cardboard Audi I made. <laughs> just drive out a real one. It busted me on the way out. It was unbelievable. Uh, thank you, Andrew. No problem. Very dodgy. I'm just worried that we're probably providing people with ideas. Yeah, yeah. but it's yeah. Well, come on. They were going to think of it anyway. It's too late now. Everyone's done that thing where you go to a sports shop and you put the expensive soccer ball into the cheap soccer ball casing and, and buy that. Yeah, I mean, we've all done that. We've all gone to Big W and picked out an expensive item and taken it back to the refunds area and said, I don't have my docket on me, but I bought this about a week ago and it doesn't work. Exactly. We've all done that. We've all done that. <laughs> Huh? Soccer ball, making a soccer ball to a duck in. There you go. Who's going next? David, how are you? Good yourself. Good, mate. You're dodgy, mate. Yeah, I had a friend, and this is going back 20 years ago. He bought this um, expensive jacket that he really loved. Yeah. And um, instead of him washing it and wearing it and worn out the jacket, he used to wear it back into the shop and just swap it over for another one and wear it back out again. <laughs> Replacement, just go in, <laughs> change up. That's a great. <laughs> and the people buying the old ones going, oh, this distressed look is fantastic. <laughs> hey, where are you calling us from there? I'm driving a truck. Yeah. Uh, Below the speed limit, of course. Yeah. Have the amphetamines kicked in yet? Sorry on that. Nothing. Never no, mind. Never mind. Never mind. Thank you, David. Oh, Lovely to see you. Hi, Mark. How are you? G'day, how you doing? Excellent. Uh, your dodgy you? mate. Oh, hello, mate. Your dodgy mate. Yeah, mate, I do got a dodgy mate. I yeah. needed some artwork done. Yes. And a friend of mine who's an artist said he could do it for me. So anyway, he came up to me one day. I said, that's a great picture. It's a fish on the back of a chicken wearing a school tie. Brilliant. And uh, paid him his 500 bucks. And then a couple of days later, we were all sitting down watching a movie. That Paps, the one with the kids in the military school. Yeah. And, and the, yeah. And there it is on the wall of the, the posters on the wall of the kids' room. <laughs> oh, Zero, sorry, the dodgy panel operator on yeah. the show Hang on, so he stole it from Taps. <laughs> yeah. I guess he figured no one would ever see that. <laughs> wow. That coincidence. Well done, Mark. Well, you, but you may be the only person with a genuine Taps in your, uh, in your house, which would make it worth something. <laughs> no, it's not. Right, available to all. There you go. Thank Sweet you, part. sir. All right. Well, hi, Evan. How are you? 
Hey, uh, mate. What happened? So I'm going to order, mate. You get stuff off the oven, mate. And then you'll take it around and sell it to you. What? You'll get, you'll get, you'll get him something and then you'll sell it to other people. Yeah, and then he'll come back and tell you that, oh, no, Mark's got it. So you got to go get it off him. Oh, make it work. Doubly dodgy. Mark's got it. So it's like when somebody, you know, you, you get a present from someone and it's still got the, the little label on it mm. for the person it was for originally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You go round and round. That's pretty dodgy. I don't think we need a task force for that one. No, no not quite. Greg, how are you? Uh, Greg's been talking to a better Mark. Lawyers, hey there, Mark. Yeah, how you going? Who's your dodgy mate? Oh, yeah, my, 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 my cousin's mum, she's pretty dodgy. What she does, she goes and buys stuff on special from Target and stuff like that. Yeah. She returns it and gets full price since she doesn't have the receipt. And she ends up getting my credit notes for about maybe 100 bucks left and buys inside a PlayStation with it. They never cost them anything for the PlayStation. Never, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it works though. Oh, uh, yeah, and she also, another one, when she goes to a restaurant, yeah. she, she asks for a glass of hot water and smuggles uh, little uh, tea bags in and does her own tea in there in the restaurant. full price. Like her own walk-in. She is literally saving $7 a year, that baby. Amazing. Thank you for the call, sir. Uh, Greg, are you there? Yeah, good day, fellas. How you going? Excellent, mate. Got you made of yours? Yeah, it's actually my dad. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he used to go around country Victoria selling turkeys um, in, the, in the pubs and that. Yeah. But um, they're actually uh, boilers. Boiler chicken. Oh, and how did you sort of make them look like turkeys? You just... Well, they were real big bastards. They were like, sorry about that. They were real big ones. They um, he'd go around to all the, you know, the, the places in Melbourne where they got all the frozen chooks. This was around Christmas time, and just pick out the biggest and ones that he could find. And uh, yeah, he used to get chased out of all the pubs when he was the next year. It was quite good. He just go with a bike pump for a couple of minutes. Yeah, he had one with three legs. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Extra value. Yeah, he didn't charge him for the extra dumpster. No, he's good like that. He's good like that. <laughs> well, well, I love how so many of these dodgy mates are actually members of the cause. <laughs> own family. <laughs> the, the, the turkey one is an interesting one. Yeah. Here's a turkey. It says chicken. It's a typo. It's a typo. They can't spell turkey. Rename the segment Crime School. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll be playing Crime School again next week. Have your pens and paper up. Yeah. Ready? So many good ideas. Ready to go. I'm not sure about this, but hey, I'm writing a few of them down. We're going to be joined in the next hour by somebody who, uh, well, he's been he's been filming something that may have the words cat and or Kim in the title. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. I don't reckon we're going to find anything out, but we're going to talk to him anyway. It's Glenn Robbins. And much of it needs urgent work. Yeah. <laughs> 
And he went with it. It wasn't for her. We didn't go, I'm going to punch you in the head. Because it looked really full on. Because there was a bit more music, I thought, what will I do with a bit of extra music? I'll punch him in the head. Yeah. And it stayed in. Nicely done. And so I think you've got something coming out because every paper you open is like desperate punny headlines. The boy in the plastic boobla. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying just too hard. Yeah. No, I can't say anything about it. We just, well, we, we just finished, actually. But it's, 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 you know, we had a good time. Hopefully it'll be fun. Well, that's all. Out of the way. Now let's get down to our end of the pool. Let's talk now. Let's spread it out with Glenn on Get This. After the style counts and knock them down. Thank you very much, John Mellencamp. Let's get this as the second hour. And that voice you can hear is Glenn Robbins. <laughs> I don't know how I got it. I caught it at someone, uh, someone on public transport, I think. Oh, you caught it? You can caught it. I remember thinking, I heard about this thing. I went, hang on, I think I've got that. Yeah. And now I've had it ever since. Because there's a movie at Noise, Australian film. I've uh, seen it. Watch out for a young uh, young man by the name of Henry Nixon. Really? A friend of mine who's in it. He's, he's fantastic. Would you say? a drifter. <laughs> in real life. Oh, yeah. Drifted for two years. Would you say it's the best tinnitus movie so far? <laughs> There was, some, there was a Roddy Dangerfield tinnitus <laughs> golf movie in the 80s. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, in no regard, uh, which was good. But this is up there. Uh, you have it, you have it. I have it, yeah. Most people who work in radio have it. Right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Do you have it, Rich? Yeah, yeah. no, I have it. I've, been, I've had it for about five years, and it only strikes me at night when there's no sound. Yes. Yeah. Uh, can you make the noise? The noise more about. Yeah. See, mine is like cicadas, buzzing cicadas. So I sleep with a fan on all night, and that you know, there's you can't hear it. I'm starting to hear wah wah knee when I sleep. That's serious. Is it that bad? Is it? Only if it's sugar free. Yeah. But the early stuff you're fine. Yeah. Okay. But what did you say Genesis is? Oh well, I've heard that the scientists, but also maybe it's partly urban myth. Yeah. That it's the sound of your ear cells dying. Oh, great. Right. Yeah. 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 The good news keeps coming. It's like the bug zapper for the cicadas. Fantastic. Yeah. That's what you've got to look forward to, Ed Campbell. Yeah. Now, Glenn, below you, so I know it was a couple yeah. of days ago, yeah. yeah. but uh, were you there? Were you, what was it like in the, in the big theatre? Well, they, well, I actually was in the room. If I should say that because uh, some time ago I had I decided, I thought, you know what, I don't think I'll go to the Logies this year. Uh-huh. I thought, you know, look, it's, it's fine, but not them. Yeah, well, you know. So I rang up working dog and I said, listen, uh, Michelle, uh, is there a uh, invitation in my trade there for Logies? Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, get back to him and tell him that yeah. I might come anyway. Uh, <laughs> Are you sure? It yeah. might have been a yeah. to Russell Coy. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, they rang and they, and they asked me if I would uh, present with Finney because I spent a day up there with, with Steve and the family and they were wonderful and, uh, and I'd, I'd seen them a few times oh, I was on This Is Your Life and stuff. And Bindi asked if I would present with her. So then they invited me and then they said, would you like to have a seat in the room? And I said, yeah, you know what, no thanks. So I, I did the award, then went out into the foyer, stood in the foyer for the whole night. <laughs> and then and then saw people coming out and didn't know who won anything. And, and then, I don't know, I saw some actress and I went, oh, what's that? She goes, didn't you know, I got best, you know, uh, best actress in a SBS, bloody whatever it was. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I had to read the thing and it was a couple of words again. In the foyer. Gee, just going yeah. through the coats. Because <laughs> Pete Smith comes in, they, his uh, chair was literally in the corridor a couple of years ago. Really? Yeah, I know. You know, that's when you, you know, there's, there's two levels. There's the top level. Yep. If you're on the top level, then mm. that's not good. There's a top level. I didn't even know there was a top level. Yeah, if you're down the front, the, the bottom level is, you know, where it's at. That's where it's at. Really? Yeah, but the, bit, the top level, I guess. Is, yeah. is it the bottom level where I get to rub shoulders with idols? And sort of home and away types. Yeah, yeah, yeah. home and away. And your yeah. big wings and your, yeah. But yeah. up the back, you've got your, um, your play schools. You no. Know. Oh, yeah. Is there a and your no. uh, catalysts? No. no. Is there a section no. for our favourite breed of uh, television personality uh, discounters who do their own ads <laughs> on the late night TV? You know, it's a dying breed. It is. And we are talking about it earlier. I mean, you know, wouldn't you like to see them all on the table? Just like with this twin system of dying. <laughs> The parrot on the shoulder, the lounge discounter, the car city guy with the eye, dressed his grandmother. <laughs> so well, I, um, I got the best compliment I think I have ever had at the, at the, the Logan's the other night. Yep. I was standing at the door because I, I got to the door. There you Now, Carl Stefanovic? Yeah, Stefanovic. Yeah, from, from Channel 9 Today Show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Came over and was chatting just before the gold Logan because I'd gone into the goal and I was interested. Mm-hmm. And we're chatting, we're chatting. And he said, look, and I probably shouldn't repeat 
you know, drunk in the conversation. She should. But he said to me, quietly, go to England. When I was a lot younger, I used to do Uncle Arthur impressions to pick up girls. <laughs> Does it work? But seriously, I mean, if you want to pick up a girl, is that wow. a <laughs> I know. Seriously, I'm glad, right? Yeah. 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 This, this one's a bit hard. I'll just, oh, boy, there you go. Oh, boy, you want to watch this. Oh, 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 it's a fantastic night, and the woman wakes up the next morning, and Carl's gone, but there's a uh, birthday card with an iron door. Inside on the pillow. What <laughs> a fantastic yeah. night. Yeah. Fantastic. All right, there's more to talk about, and we'll get to it all on Get This Next. Hey. I'd have that scene too. That's good, Charlotte. Here, get this on Triple M around the nation. Glenn Robbins is with us. We were talking about tinnitus in your ears. Imagine having spiders in your ears, Glenn Robbins, growing in your ears. Hidden in the state. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah. What do you mean? The spider's gone in there, and is it the old legs and eggs and yeah, yeah. nesting away? Be quite disturbing. But here's how the kid described it. It was cool to have two spiders in my ear. It was cool. It was cool. Yeah. One spider's not cool. No. But I have to be. have a two spider. It's playground cachet. Mm. But there's always someone worse off. And uh, other things that we talk about on this program, I'm, I'm sorry to drag you into this, but uh, Steve, right. Stephen Seagal, the martial arts instructor, yes. and film star. And he has got a picture of him on his wall. <laughs> really? Which put his arm around him. Yeah. Gilbo's met him. Gilbo's, yeah, you know, yep. Gilbo was on the singing with the things last night. Oh, oh he yeah. takes two. He takes two. Can he go? Real well. Oh, because he can sing. Yeah. Can you sing? Gilbo sing. We often get reports of uh, Russell Gilbert heard singing at the top of his voice at the traffic light at his car. Really? What is he? What, what did he belt out last night, mate? You've lost that line. Someone will ring you. Sure. Someone will ring okay. you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. luck to Gilbo. But has yeah. Gilbo got Stephen Seagal's soft drink? We were joking about this. It's a real thing. Steven Seagal's energy drink. It's called Lightning Bolt. Yep. Steven Seagal's Lightning Bolt. And look at the catchphrase. Get charged. <laughs> <laughs> yes, arrest that man. You would think it would be open up a can of whoop no. Yeah, that's not a bit cool like that. What, yeah. uh, how much cigar is in each uh, can? That's how much pure cigar. Have a look at the picture of him at the bottom, though. 5% cigar runoff. It's got a pretty, oh, that's got some computer in it. Yeah, there's not much in the more and more like Max Headroom every yeah. time I see him. <laughs> not convincing up top. No. Whatever's going on up there. All right, enough cigar talk. Uh, Glenn, talking of other movie icons, yes. Russell Coit. I mean, is he, is he still going? I mean, it's been a few years now. The show was never officially cancelled or came to a full stop. Will there be more? Uh, we're not, not, we're not doing it, and we're not not doing it. Okay. So it, it, it it's yeah, yeah. You like that? Very ambiguous. You can yeah. use that if you like. Thank you. Um, it's kind of like if Tom and I get together and we yeah. kick around a few ideas. That um, movie was good. They had a slightly different feel. To yeah, there was a bit, a bit more vulnerability to, to, to Russell in that one. But but look, I, I would would love. I had a ball doing it. Yeah. Would love to do it again. Um, but this part of me also goes, you know, by yourself out in the middle of the outback. There's yeah. only so many cows you can yeah. hop over. And would he have to move into the city? Would he have to do an antiques roadshow? Would he have to be on another kind of a show? Maybe a theme park? Maybe a bindi? Like a, like a uh, crocodile Dundee goes to LA kind of feel. Have a word to Tom. Russell, what normally happens is I come up with about half a dozen ideas and I go into the meeting with Tom, and Tom here has about 120 ideas. There you go. Welcome to my world. How many have you Good, isn't it? Get on board. Oh, some coattails? I'll have some of those. Away we go. I'm up back in the hayride just going, How many of those ideas involve you in a G string, though? Okay. That means, you know, it's, you know, there would often be a situation where Tom would say to me, uh, we've got a frozen, three foot frozen crocodile, Glenn, what do you want to do with it? I don't know, how about Russell Court gets bitten on the dick? There you go. <laughs> Next day, I'm standing there in a pond in the middle of far northern Queensland with one of the guys from props pitching a crocodile onto my groin. There you go. Job well done. You know, you've made it. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to show business. Yeah. We had uh, Jane Kennedy was in here. Oh, yeah. I listened to you. I listened to you guys yesterday. Yeah, yeah. yeah she, she's standing right. gross. Yeah, yeah, great. Very relaxed. But I've got to tell you, while I was sitting in the car, something happened that was a bit <laughs> weird. <laughs> Well, it wasn't weird. I like to call it domestic espionage. Right. I think gonna be, you're going to be impressed with this. I was sitting in the car listening because I was going to go to lunch with someone. So I didn't want to go to the restaurant by myself. So I said, oh, no. And I was sitting right next to the, you know, the meter they have where you the, the meter for the, the parking meter. Yeah, so it's one meter amongst a whole lot of people. Yeah. And, I'm sitting, and a girl walks up, and I know her. 
Because I did a movie with her a couple of years ago, but I can't remember her name. Which, which, I hate. And I, it was one of those people I should, I should know. Straight up the bat. Haven't seen her for two years, whatever. Probably should, you know. So I can't start the car because she'll turn around. Yeah. I can't get out because she'll go, hi, Glenn, and I'll say, yeah. hi there, Billy, this is X, how are you going? So what did I do? I hit the deck. I laid down. Oh, you did not. <laughs> no, it gets better. I hit the oh, deck, and while I was down there, well, I you know, start, the, start the espionage music, I reach around, and I get my mobile phone, and I ring the casting director of the film. Oh, no. And, and, and I say, um, was that girl the thing in the thing? Mm-hmm. And she goes, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, here's her name. So, yes, I've got her name. So I'm wrapped. I'm going, great. See ya. Bye. I'll tell you later, wife. Bang. Hang up. Sit up. Got the info. She's gone. Damn. Can't say the name. She crosses over the road, goes into the restaurant that I'm going in and going, yeah. Got the money, can walk in there, she can stay alive, I can bang the name out. <laughs> Haven't seen you for three years or whatever it is, off the top of my head, there's your name, there you are, you're going to love me. Doesn't that, I, I don't see her, right? Can't see her in a restaurant. I go into pay and there she is mm-hmm. on a table. And I'm, you know, looking over, moving around, talking loud. I'm getting nothing. I'm getting nothing. I worked it out. She couldn't remember my name. Oh. That is a great image. Lying down on the floor of your car, dialing a casting director. I thought only I got into that much trouble. That's fantastic. Yeah, but it was worked great though. Yeah. Thank God for the mobile phone. And I got straight through. Bang, she knew. Job done. That is almost a faux pas. I mean, it didn't get as far as a faux pas. And there was a lot of faux pas on the news last night. Mm. Let's talk about that. Thanks, man. We've always got clingers to talk about on this show. You know it. Let's drop them next on Get This. Fine young cannibals here at Get This on Triple M. Get This brought to you by the Nissan Navara with its massive pulling power. What does that mean? You're saying we're a bunch of pullers in here, Mr. Marvel. We certainly are. Well, we've got guests. Glenn Robbins is here. Don't go near him. He's not worth it. He is a dirty man whore. That's not very nice. What was that? Not sure what that was. What about pullers? It's now a ringtone yeah. on the Get This website. The ringtones are very popular. And I think there's the Jeff Fennick is still up there. Yeah, that's a beauty. The Rex Hunt is still up there. That's a beauty. And the David Dickinson is still up there. So many offensive ways to answer your phone. Fantastic. Uh, let's talk about faux pas. Let's go French for a moment. What happened last night? George Bush, I didn't see the footage. Did he say something about the Queen? Yeah, he mentioned that possibly her last visit was in, or maybe they've been friends. Or anyway, he mentioned the year 1776 in the British history, isn't yeah. so pretty. Um, so, and then that was a faux pas, and then he looked at her and gave her a bit of a sly wink, <laughs> which is breaching all manner of protocols. Punched on the arm. And it was a good day for the Queen as well, because then she met Mickey Reedy, who kissed her on the hand as a bit of a greeting, which is, you know, but seriously, you can't do anything around the Queen. No! You can't say the word toilet around the Queen. You can't. What was it? Someone got in trouble recently because they were chewing gum at a function that she was at. Absolutely. Someone scratched their arms. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the Queen was driving past. Harry pulling bombs in the car park. Yeah. You can't chew any gum. Exactly. Doesn't Harry, every time you see a photograph of him, he just gum, mate. He just, you, he's, he's slightly pleased with yourself. <laughs> he's driving it. He's, he's, he's just lost his slightly. Especially when he's got the... Yeah, the, the war painter. The war painter. He got the war painter. He's so heroic. It's as if. As if. Yeah. All right. So the Queen. It's easy to offend the Queen. Sure no one's done that on this show. Who else is in the faux pas news? Oh, Grant Denier. What's he done? Grant Denier on a very interesting radio station. I mean, I can't repeat the joke. No? No, I can't. I'm not going to. Otherwise, I'm Grant Denier then. That's true. Yeah, well, you bet. Yeah. You'd be a lot shorter. And then we had Steve Jacobs as well yesterday on the show. So what is the morning weatherman? Do we have some of Steve's work here? Well, Grant Denier seems like a nice enough bloke. Lovely guy. We had him on. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know what it was. Something about making love. Yeah. yeah. That's so a nice way of putting it, Glenn. Yeah. Clean that up nicely. Well done. <laughs> this is Steve yesterday uh, down at the museum, at the, at the new uh, Chinese exhibit at a, at a, at a museum. Here we go. <laughs> 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 down at the Melbourne Museum this morning. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's going on there? Well, I think he's just, you know, 
He speaks a language. He's a very multicultural guy. He can talk to all nations and all nationalities in a very gentle way. Can we talk about with him in just for a second? Yeah. Please. Sorry to do this. No, we love it. Something really annoys me. Yeah. When they go to the final map of Australia, yeah, and they have, say, say I'm in Melbourne, yeah. right? Say I'm, in, I'm watching the Melbourne News. Yeah. Right? Say I'm watching the Melbourne News. They'll give all the other capitals. They'll give the, you know, Sydney, blah, blah, blah. But they won't give Melbourne oh, on the national map. Like it's a Christmas present. Like it's really special. Mm-hmm. Then they go, and in Melbourne, uh, I mean, okay, okay, maybe. Cloudy like, period. Yeah. It's like holding off. You can put it up there now with the, with the rest of the... Should I shut up? No. See, I never get that far to the map because I'm just always waiting for the Channel 10 weather in Melbourne with Michael Arkin. And what's he going to be doing today? And where's he going to be, you mean? He's running out of stuff. <laughs> I mean, he's supposed to have been shot out of a cannon. Where do you go after that? Spiders in the air. Spiders <laughs> in the air would be good. Has he been shot out of a cannon? I think someone told me he was in a cannon. I don't know if it actually was fired uh, <laughs> up. He was doing bats last night, just going and checking out what? some of the bat population in the National Park. <laughs> and uh, it's time soon. These guys will be uh, getting up and moving around. Anyway, checking the four-day forecast. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to be doing stuff like robbing a bank while doing it. You know, give him more action. <laughs> give him something bizarre to be doing. All right, that's not the topic today. It's not faux pas. Ideas for, uh, for wacky weatherman. It's uh, yeah, faux pas. I think you, you've obviously uh, dropped a few in your time, Glenn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mark Neal and I. Remember Mark Neal? Mark Neal, correct. Yeah, we went to the, the pub one night and we met some girls and they invited yeah. us back to, uh, to their place and we, you know, buddy, buddy, buddy. And uh, Mark and I arrived fairly early with one of the girls, and um, and then one of the girls was in the other room, and we looked in the mantelpiece, and there was pictures of the girls um, um, uh, with some really muscular-looking guys. Yeah. And uh, and I, I was saying, you know, hey, who are these guys on the mantelpiece? No, they don't come around. Then she came. She didn't hear what we said. Then she came in and said, oh, by the way, uh, don't say anything about the, the pictures on the mantelpiece. That guy got murdered last week. Maybe it wasn't so. It wasn't so because she didn't really hear it. No. Well, she can't remember she did. Yeah. And for those who don't know who Mark Neal it up, Mark Neal was a stand-up comedian back in the eighties. Probably still is a stand-up comedian. And then he showed up on Chances as the vampire. He did. He was the vampire, and then he disappeared overseas. And I heard. And I apologise if this is not true, but I was told by someone he is in the Montreal production of Puppetry of the Penis. Really? He's got that's correct. Tackle. Oh, you think that's correct? I'm uh, pretty sure that's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's done a fair bit of. <laughs> really? He's yeah. done a fair bit of. I couldn't recreate the face that Glenn just pulled. Okay, have you cracked a big fat faux pas? <laughs> George Bush style, Mickey Rooney style. Give us a call, one triple three five three. Gucci into gangster. For all the ad breaks to finish and every state is get this around the nation on Triple M. Glenn Robbins is with us, and well, you know our faux pas, they go to air every day. Hey. Like, who else has got one? Hey, Brett. Hey, guys, how are you? Excellent, mate. What happened? Well, um, I met my mum's uh, new partner for the first time. This was going back probably uh, 10 to 12 years when I was in, uh, still a teenager, and uh, he had actually had his the lower half of his leg amputated in a uh, motorbike accident and hadn't met an amputee before and in the back of my mind I was saying don't mention anything about the leg so being quite a tall guy I'm actually about six seven um he said to me are you still growing and I said yeah yeah I am and he goes uh what are we going to do put a brick on your head or something to stop you growing and I said um no, I just chopped my legs off at the end. Yeah. The rest of his family and my mum just sort of stood there with their mouths wide open, and I just felt like I wanted to crawl into a hole in the ground and die. Fair enough. Yes, well, and I actually have an elderly relative who uh, is missing a leg from the knee down, and she's been known to take it off and throw it at mischievous children. <laughs> It's always a good look. I learned to play cricket with a guy who only had one leg, and we used to field him really close to the bat, and the batsman wouldn't know that he had a false leg. And then he hit a full-on shot, and they'd think, oh, I'm going to run on this. And he'd just stick his leg out, yeah. and then they'd go, bonk, into his leg. <laughs> 
And the therapist about to just go, what was that? They're playing cyborgs. That guy will be getting one of those smart legs that they've designed for cricket. That's what he'll be getting. Thanks, Brett. We are going to meet the rest of the the clangers. They're lined up and ready to go. We'll meet them next time. Get this. That'll be the distinctive sound of Paolo Nutini here at Get This on Triple M. Glenn Robbins is with us. I think we all saw uh, George Bush and the Queen last night. Who has dropped the clanger in Cavalier? Hi, Glenn. How you going? Excellent, mate. So, what happened? Uh, well, I was working at Caltex a few years ago, and there was this extremely large lady filling mm-hmm. up with petrol. Mm-hmm. And I said to the other person working there, oh, look at that, that cow. Yes. And um, she must have been really quick, because when I turned around, there was a large lady there. I wasn't sure if it was her. I was like, oh, hi, how are you? And she was like, fat lady on number four, please. And I'm like, oh, uh-huh. no. It's like, when you Even though she was a larger woman, did you still take the opportunity to go, hey, Shaquito's dollar fifty next to the cash register? <laughs> some of them. What is it with that? Are you, you know, contractually obliged to point out the cheap chocolate bars? No, they just yeah, put them there, and I just think some people are just wanting to get rid of them because they suck up. Yeah. I never did it. That's amazing, Glenn. Because I always assumed that it was you know they sat down at the start of the day and they went, all right, we're really going to push the honeycomb Fritos. Two for a buck. But you're saying it's just some initiative that people are taking. Yeah, it's really strange. It's sad. I used to sit down and read a book. That's right, my friend. Not even a magazine, a book. It used to be a lot tougher then. The actual attendant used to swipe your card for you. Now, now you've got to do it yourself. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Looking, yeah, you can do it yourself, buddy. Yeah, that's right. right. That's right. You Push credit. Oh, come on. <laughs> Run your right. yourself. Got a schedule. Yeah. Thank you, Glenn. Hi, Craig. Yeah, uh, g'day guys, how are we going? Mate, we're excellent. What happened? Uh, well, uh, I was trying to hand my company phone in, and uh, yeah. they got they updated, got me a new one, and I was having trouble getting the back off. Yeah. And I just happened to be standing near the secretary at work, yeah. and uh, she's fiddling, she goes, oh, here, give it to me, I'll get it out. Yeah. So she's fiddling around with her long fingernails, and she was quite, uh, I don't know, let's say chesty. Yeah, okay. And I uh, happened to say, oh, are they fake? Brilliant. <laughs> Meaning the nails, oh. uh, she's looked up at me and uh, there. <laughs> yes, on both the counts. Really? Great. Got to the bottom of that one. <laughs> yeah, well we, done, sir. Because we just had the Kerber enthusiasm music, and we were talking about this the other day, Glenn. Do you, have you ever been in the situation where a female friend has got the uh, fake nogs installed and wants you to feel them? You ever had that? Oh. <laughs> He's looking forward to that. Yeah, I've never, I've never had that. Yeah, have you had that? Yeah, no, I've had that once. Yeah, well yeah. before the Kerber episode. Yeah, yeah. Very strange thing. Did you do it? No, I didn't. I couldn't, did. No, I couldn't cross that line. Really? I'm just a family friend. I'm not going to be, you know. I mean, was it, she didn't was it a party she'd thrown? Come on, Ralph. <laughs> she she could have, should have recreated a realistic situation. That is so true. Yeah. Like, pretend that you're both standing at the bar waiting for a drink and her breast rubs against you. Brushes your arm. Your arm and yeah. go, that felt real. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a, a phone yeah. trip into her chair. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's that's cool. Cool. Yeah. yeah. A word. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We want you to report back on that experiment. Uh, hi, John. How are you? Hi, guys. Uh, what happened, mate? Uh, back in the school days with the handball game at lunchtime, and someone smacked the ball out and it rolled down the hill and then landed at the feet of his kid yep. with his back to us. I'm yelling out, hey, mate, chuck the ball, chuck the ball. I did it about five times. And I sort of laughed, you know, that was, hey, are you blind? And he turns around and it's the only blind kid in school. When I was a teacher, there was a kid sitting in the front. Yeah. And uh, the kid is sitting in the front row, and he was leaning onto his book with his face right on the page, going up and down like yeah, this. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and I've got, stop that, read properly. Yeah. And he goes, I, I have to read like this, so I'm dyslexic. Uh, oh. I, I said, that's exactly right. <laughs> reading properly. Carry on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and never return to teaching. <laughs> so, thanks very much, uh, John. Michael. G'day, boys. So I, I've actually done the fake boob test, actually. Had you? How did that go? Uh, quite well. In my other jo- job as a uh, DJ, I was asked <laughs> by the <laughs> 
Exactly. Wicked wick. Where are you playing, Where are you playing, Michael? Where can we hear you? Where am I playing? Uh, you can catch me uh, Friday night at yep. the uh, Plain Sporting Club. Yeah. And, uh, what, what, what's on the playlist, man? What do they want? Um, actually, a lot of 80s rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do they hope for some Dexys Midnight Runners down there? Uh, a possibility, more likely, a bit of uh, radiators uh, give me a bit of special action. Tell us about this fake Norg test. Yeah. Uh, the fake Norg test, I was at a, doing a gig one night and uh, a uh, bridesmaid came out to me and yeah. told me she had the, uh, the uh, op and sort of thing. What do you think? They're very nice. And she said, no, no, what do you think? And she grabbed my hand and I actually got to, uh, to uh, feel the exhibits. <laughs> and uh, she asked again, what do you think? And I said, uh, oh, they're very even. <laughs> and I, uh, very, very nice compliment. <laughs> well done. Yeah. Yeah. Left one's all right. Not sure about the other. <laughs> yes. But I actually um, I, uh, had a bit of a faux pas yeah. once a few years back, uh, meeting a few uh, friends at the local club. Uh, got to the table and one of my mates uh, had this quite elderly woman sitting next to him. Yes. And I leaned over and I said to the mate who was next to this guy and I said, oh, God, who brought Grandma with him? Oh. And they go, oh, Michael, have you met my uh, new fiancé, Karen? Senior of attending functions with his mum. I was at a golf uh, day, and this woman came in. She was obviously just very drunk, and she's in my face about you know different stuff, and it was really quite offensive. I was standing with a group of people, and uh, she was really rude, and she walked off. And I said, "God, imagine being married to her." And he goes, "I am." Give him the music. But I think we have a call that might relate to you. Is Mark on the line? You there, Mark? It's Mark here. How are you doing? What happened, sir? Well, it involves Glenn Robbins. Uh, it was, I'm a massive Russell Court fan, and um, I've even actually got the uh, Russell Court theme song on my uh, phone <laughs> um, as an answering uh, service. And um, I, was, I don't know whether he remembers, he was at the Princess Theatre with his wife uh, coming out. And uh, I thought, oh, this is a great chance to just... Uh, to Glenn. Glenn, I said, how you doing? He goes, good, thanks. He just kept walking past. I said, mate, I loved you in, and I just drew a blank. Uh, oh, I couldn't remember what you called it. If you had false breasts, I would have come over. Yeah. And, uh, so what did I say? Nothing. You just uh, gave me a bit of a laugh, smile, and you just continued off into the night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all right. Yeah. Well, you know, that's pretty good. No. Glenn was worried that that story was going to end a lot worse. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was really worried. Cause it, oh, yeah. You had butts been thrown recently? No, I'm just thinking I've done something to someone, yeah. and I haven't known that I've done it, and now it's all going to come out on the radio. You do have such a difficult reputation. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to everyone who called up with a clanger. Uh, we've got a song to play, and then... I don't want to soil the atmosphere, but Peter Costello's going to be back. Oh, mm. oh it's amazing here and get this on Triple M. Almost time to go. Glenn Robbins has sat in for the whole mm. Glenn, the budget last night, did you come out on top? Are you a teacher? Well, you're an ex-teacher. Mm. Well, I don't understand. I remember the day when the budget would come out and it would be bagged up, yeah. beer down. <laughs> remember that? That's true. It's it's true. They, go, they go through all things that you can relate to. TV up, electrical, whatever, yeah, up, yeah. down, but now it's confusing. Rebates yeah, and, and, and future funds and sink funds. Well, I tried that before the budget speech yesterday, I tried to speak to Peter Costello and, you know, they do that thing where it doesn't matter what you ask them, they've got a catch rate that they yeah, want to get in yeah, about, yeah. and he was pushing one of those at me. Uh, Mr Costello, I don't really understand the budget. Um, could you explain what you're going to do in layman's terms? Well, well, the way I'd put it is uh, is this. Um, the Commonwealth is not going to borrow. Right. We are not going to borrow. Uh-huh. Commonwealth Government is not going to borrow. No, we're not going to borrow. Uh-huh. The Commonwealth Government is not in the business of borrowing. No. And just in case you had any doubt, uh, the Commonwealth is not going to borrow. No. We're not going to borrow. Right. Now, you've thought about this? Is it a long-term issue? We've thought about this a lot. And you've come to the conclusion that we're not going to borrow. Right. The Commonwealth Government is not in the business of borrowing. We are not 
going tomorrow. Now, what about after the election? Well, uh, I'm not going to speculate on uh, what might happen after the election. Right. My focus is this week's budget, mm-hmm. and the Commonwealth is not going to borrow. Right. I, I think that's been well and truly established. Well, uh, I'm just making the point that we are not going to borrow. I know you are. And that's what we'll be doing. I know. Uh, what we're planning to do here yep, yep. is... I don't say We anything. are not... Uh, uh, Oh, no, no, no. To borrow. All right, just drop it. Well, uh, let me make this point. No, because um, I know what it's going to be. But now, without using the words not and borrow, could you explain in simple terms what you hope to achieve with this budget? I don't think so. Oh, come uh, on, come on, give it a go. We will not. Uh, don't say borrow. Spend. Yeah. More. Right. Then. Mm-hmm. We have. Well done. Uh, we will not borrow. Oh, let's change tack completely. Borrow. Stop it. Um, I hear you're going to be riding a float at this year's gay Mardi Gras. I don't think so. Uh, uh, no, I've heard you're wearing a military uniform but nude from the waist down. I'll leave that alone if, uh, if you'll pardon me. Okay, no, well, what do you call yourself again? The Chief Steward of the Australian Economy. Thank you, Mr Costello. We are not going to borrow.